0: What's up, Bulls Nation? You found yourselves locked on Bulls. I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. Up ahead on this episode, the Bulls losing streak is over. Let's all take it. Bulls, Cavs, 117-104. We're breaking down the game right now on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your
1: daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson.
0: what's up and hey? welcome into locked on bulls part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day i'm matt peck you can follow me on twitter at bulls underscore peck you can follow my co-host big dave watson that guy waving at you he is at bow b-a-w-l sports we are at locked on bulls you can also hit us up on that text to voicemail line six nine. Big Dave, mm-hmm. woo. Hey, woo, monkey off hey, the back, hey. my friend. Monkey off, get out of here. Back. That is a get that here. is a big win, and a lot of the Ooh. members of this Bulls team, shorthanded as they might be, played big Ooh. roles in getting this win against a red-hot Cavs team that was coming in winning five straight. Let's start though with the newest welcome back guy, that being Alex Caruso. Big Dave. What did you see from him tonight? Because I have some thoughts, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. I yeah. when he checked into that game with like three minutes of change left in the first quarter, I
1: almost started
0: crying tears of happiness. What about you?
1: <laughs> it's it's so wild, and you know how some people say, Matt, you know, uh, you can't always look at a guy's stats, you know, because it doesn't tell the whole story. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people say, oh, that's crap. Of course, you can look at their stats and tell if that means that they're good or not. You want to talk about that logic applying right here? That logic applies <laughs> all the way right here. Nine points, three rebounds, two assists on a block. And I mean, you just look at it, you're like, okay, that's no big deal. This dude came in, Matt, and controlled everything. From the offense to the defense, he had a hand in every single thing. In the third quarter, with him, it was offense. Whew. That's what he did. It was offense for him in the third quarter, what he did, as far as the, the, the key three-pointers that he hit, the passes inside that he was making. You know, that capacity data I.O. Oh. on that cut was just oh, that, mwah, that a thing of bounce beauty. bounce pass down the lane, that was gorgeous. Oh, uh, It was special. Fourth quarter, it was that defense, man. He was everywhere. He was trying to take charges, getting deflections, uh, uh moving defenders over and pushing them into uh, other other Bulls' uh, defenders so they could get that double team. You know what I'm saying? Calling out defenses. calling I'm sorry, calling out their offenses that they were running so Bulls know exactly where to be in position. Everything goes up when Alec Caruso is on the floor for these Chicago Bulls. Everything goes up for them. He was just vitally important you just I hope everybody saw the importance of Alex Caruso tonight because it goes far beyond that box score and I'm gonna get out the way and let my man Matt Peck had this
0: one. I mean you speak of that box score in some modest numbers he, he was just two of eight like he he clearly had a, a rusty shot coming back in his first game action in a month more than a month but biggest number in his box score a team best plus 18 there you go mm. in 23 minutes mm. look that that stretch of minutes he played in the third quarter was insane because that is when the bulls built back yet again another double digit lead the cavs kept creeping around creeping around but there was a stretch there and i think i think it may have been four straight possessions or four uh, or four plays of him in, in in a stretch of five possessions where he had um that driving little like scoop layup down the paint like splitting two defenders He knocked down that corner three that you mentioned. And on the other end, in between those possessions, he drew a charge on a Jarrett Allen screen in only the way that Caruso can. He's so good at selling that to the refs. And then he pulled the chair out on Kevin Love while he was guarding Kevin Love, who's a foot and a half taller than he is. And there is, boom, two turnovers forced by Alex Caruso, Big buckets in a momentum swinging part of the third quarter when the Bulls were taking control of this game. I mean, there was also – I mean, the, the Bulls didn't corral the loose ball, but that chase down block he had, I saw him coming down from half court after the Bulls had that – What it would have been a backcourt violation, but it was a scoop for the Cavs. I was like, Caruso's going to block this. I'm like, well before he rose up to block it, as it I was like, Cruz is going to block this. And of course he did. He was diving on the floor, all of that stuff. When you talk about his defense, big David, you mentioned some of that kind of stuff. It elevates his teammates. The reason that we have seen this bulls defense sh- struggle, especially in transition, like you said, calling out plays that their opponent is running, calling out defensive assignments, calling out switches. Caruso's mere presence on the floor elevates that around him. And guess what? Kobe White continued to play great defense tonight. DeMar DeRozan had some impeccable, timely help defense plays. Vooch Mm -hmm. had some timely plays on the defensive end. Caruso's out there, and his teammates are like, oh, crap. I got to try as hard as that guy does on defense. It matters.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It matters. (laughs) He is important. And I just love it because he also, Matt, like you said, pulling the chair off from Kevin Love. Like, let's not forget—he was also guarding him. Like, it wasn't just a switch. That wasn't just a switch that happened. No, he was guarding Kevin Love. That's exactly what he was doing. He guarded everybody. If they put it on him, that's exactly who the person he was. He switches on anyone, and Billy Donovan has that kind of confidence in him that he could switch on anybody, no matter his size, because he he knows how to play defense, and he's got this up here. He's got that IQ. He's got that thing up there in that noggin right there, ladies and gentlemen. And that goes a very, very long way when you're playing defense, and especially for this team when you know that they're devoid of size. And so you can't just rely on that. You got to rely on that IQ, man. And Matt and I talked about this at length when they first got Alex Caruso and how important his IQ was going to be to this team. You're seeing it right there. That chase down block, you're right, Matt. That thing, I didn't have that same uh, thought you had. As soon as uh, that turnover happened, I saw him behind him. I was like, wait, is he going to catch this, dude? I was like, I don't know if he's going to – oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. He caught him. Oh, man. I freaked out for a second, man. It was amazing to watch. Just seeing him get those plays, Matt, and then turn into the crowd, trying to get them into it. Like, he does all these things. You know what I'm saying? So, he does the intangibles kind of stuff, you know? He, he's got that grittiness you know player who doesn't play a lot mentality mm-hmm. but he's also got the athleticism and skill of a true nba basketball player to go along with right. that you know what i'm saying it's not just all oh, he's try hard you know grit stuff out here look at him diving on the floor and that's all he's going to give you but a bunch of fouls Shout no he's Archie. also going go to the <laughs>
0: contract
1: Yes, yes, he can't. Tim's can't help himself. He's, he got to have it. He's got to have him. All right, he's gonna sign a whole contract. Shout out to Archie, but still being in this league for real. But I'm telling you, man, like the fact he can do all of that, plus go down on the other end and still score for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not just just a uh, lucky layups or lucky threes. Right. No, he's skilled. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's also running the point guard. He's also bringing the ball up for you. He's also calling the plays for right. you. He's also telling everybody where they need to be all of these things are so invaluable to this team and you saw they were so necessary especially in the last couple of games that we were watching matt we were like you really saw where you missed caruso mm-hmm. you know not uh, for all the things i just mentioned not just defensively but for all the things i just mentioned man he's invaluable
0: he man. is that he's that little connective tissue that holds a lot of stuff together and, you, and then you take out that connective tissue and you're like, well, his body doesn't work properly at all.
1: <laughs> it's huge.
0: You, you cannot overstate just how valuable he is to this team. And he immediately reminded you of that with 23 minutes off the bench. Donovan did say we're going to keep him on a minute's limit here for this first game, maybe the first few games. Donovan said mm-hmm. pregame 20 to 24. He played 23. We'll see if those minutes start to bump back up closer to that. Flirting with 30 minutes kind of stuff that Caruso saw earlier this season. Yeah. Because guess what? In the meantime, shorthanded as they are, tonight, DeRozan 36, Vooch 37, Kobe 38, Ooh. and the Rook Io 39. Ooh. Heavy minutes, but you needed this Ooh. W. Uh, speaking of DeMar, yeah. let's talk about him next because he was sure. back to doing Demar things after a couple of subpar performances. That's on deck. But first, big Dave, tell the people how they can have some fun while
1: watching sports with a little thing called Bet Online. Oh, you know what'd make this game better if you made some money on it. And the only way you can really do it and do it big is to go to Bet Online because they are your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for the 2022 year. So in this new year with the new updated desktop, with that mobile website, head to any one of those things. Sign up today, receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use that promo code locked on to get it started. Football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, your favorite Vegas casino games, and not just football, y'all, playoff football. All right? Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available to you and yours for the 2022 year. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports, ladies and gents. Bet online where the game starts. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Sports. Kind of
0: <laughs> Moving along, breaking down this Bulls win over the Cavs Wednesday night. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us live on YouTube right now. Uh Speaking of Caruso pulling that chair on Kevin Love fried rice said, can't wait to see Giannis get his chair pulled on national TV. Woo! Gonna, gonna see a little Caruso versus Giannis on Friday night? Maybe. Maybe. Uh But look, I, I think one of the reasons that the Bulls were struggling in this four-game skid, and you and I talked about it uh after their loss on Monday, is is like, are we asking too much of DeMar? Is there something DeMar should be doing differently? He seems just a little bit mm-hmm. off. Not just that he's been missing his free throws recently, which is very unlike him. That that continued tonight. I think what he was 2 of 5 at the free throw line. Yeah. But even yeah, even he just didn't seem to have that same level of rhythm shooting from the field and maybe it's because he was trying too hard and trying to go against double teams and trying to be DeMar without Zach on the floor. And I think he was 17 of 44 from the floor over their last two games, both losses tonight, 14 of 24. After Kobe Mm. carried the load in the first quarter, second quarter comes around, DeMar's like, okay, all right, I got this. What what are you going to show me, Cavs? Because that was the brilliance of watching DeMar tonight that I saw, Big Dave. When DeMar had Mm -hmm. Cavs guards on him, he used his Mm -hmm. strength, and he got to the bucket, and he got easy ones. When he had Mm -hmm. Cavs bigs switched on him, He operated in that little between the paint and the three-point area that DeMar loved so much. A little stutter step here, a cross-through step here, and got to his mid-range shots, and he knocked him down. It didn't matter if he had bigs on him or guards on him. DeMar was manipulating the crap out of that Cavs defense tonight.
1: Oh, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. So let me talk about this other side of what he did tonight. 7 assist to go with that 30 points because <laughs> what he was also doing was realizing they were also throwing those double teams at him and then they put in this new intricate zone you know the because you know the bulls have been struggling with zone and it, having issues with that but you know it's hard to be a zone now because kobe white's back and it's a little hard to have a zone against something like that when you got kobe white and the legend matt thomas out there doing his thing, baby. You saw him, Matt. You saw Matt Thomas. Uh, 13
0: minutes and 14 seconds in, we made it before Matt Thomas was (laughs) injured by his biggest
1: fan. (laughs) I had to sneak one in. I had to sneak one in. But the seven assists were so big, Matt. Because, again, they understand who he is. They know that he's the primary guy. And the Bulls like to use him as a primary ball handler, especially in the second half. They like to use him as that primary ball handler, especially in the fourth, for goodness sake. And so every time you saw him get that ball and they would try to run that double team at him, He knew exactly where everybody knew where to be, man. You can see the way they were spread out around the floor around him, man. He made it so easy for everybody. Io, and that's where his threes were coming from in that fourth quarter, was because DeMar DeRozan was finding him wide open in that corner. Like, oh, boom, there you go. Hit that. That's yours. Oh, boom, Boots, you want to hit a key three in that corner? Here you go. Hit that. That's yours. He was finding guys. Kobe Whitey found him also. When guys were cutting to the bucket, he was finding them that way, man. So it's not just he's killing you like Matzo so wonderfully broke down as far as the mid-range is concerned. He's also killing you with those assists. So he is you don't know what to do now. And that's what's going to make it more vicious when Zach gets back because if he's still running that and getting them assists, there's nothing you can be able to do to stop what's going to happen to you. It's special to watch, Matt. It really is. So, uh,
0: shout out to our friends at 670 The Score. In case you missed it, my friend Big Dave here uh, did a segment with uh, the Parkins and Spiegel show uh, this afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and you guys were talking about this recent stretch of games from DeMar. And, and Danny was asking you yeah. about the ways in which DeMar has maybe gone a little too ISO at times recently. Talking about, you know, a- after the, the back-to-back buzzer beaters and everyone was just like, all hail DeMar – Maybe we're seeing a little Mm -hmm. too much iso DeMar as the Bulls have become more and more shorthanded, and he's feeling like he has to do more on a nightly basis. But that is the other good element to this, and that's what you brought up, is you also were starting to see this playmaking. I believe I saw on the broadcast tonight a little stat graphic that six or more assists for DeMar in six of the Bulls' last 11 games He's kind of been flirting between four or five assists a night all season, but we saw what he yeah. did in San Antonio when Greg Popovich said, yet a point, God. Exactly. And DeMar was like, okay. Exactly. And he was averaging seven, <laughs> 6.9, yeah. essentially seven. Mm-hmm. He is now saying, okay, I pick my spots where I need to be the guy just scoring an ISO and getting to my spots to get the shots that I like. And he is seeing these areas and moments in the game where he can be distributor, DeMar, and no bigger mm-hmm. moment of that variety than late in the fourth quarter when DeMar drew a triple team driving into Apple. the paint and then said, oh, hey, is that Vooch over here in the corner? Here you go. Man, <laughs> it reminded me, Dave, of that win in Brooklyn when Lonzo had been mm-hmm. ice cold all night and DeMar had been cooking and DeMar draws a double team and then says, oh, Lonzo's wide open right there, popped a three, same thing that he said after Lonzo hit that, I got confidence in Vooch. Vooch was 0 of 4 from downtown before taking that shot. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about Vooch a little bit further (laughs) in our next segment, but the fact that DeMar, in those moments, it's not just, Iso DeMar, I got to shoot, I got to shoot, I got to shoot. No, he threw the double, he found his teammate, and he had the confidence to make the pass.
1: Yeah, and, and again, you're right. And shout out to Danny Parkins and everybody over there uh, at the score for having me on. For sure, that was fun. But, yeah, I def, that's why I said that, like, yeah, I'm not worried about none of that. <laughs> like, that's cool. Like, having DeMar DeRozan, that kind of guy on your team that can score at will and also win you those kind of games, but at the same time can facilitate, Matt. You know what I'm saying? It's not, like, it's not like he's just out there just, you know, looking reckless. You know what I'm saying? Nothing looks reckless with him. Everything looks smart and controlled. He made one layup. I still don't know how he did it. I I ran it on my DVR, and I still don't know how he did it because he went in on everybody who was tall. Everybody was bigger than him when he went in the paint. And he just took a Euro step to the right side and kind of did some weird move and flipped it in off the I was like, I still don't know how that worked. And how did you do that? It was just incredible and impressive. And what you get to see And you saw, again, because as Danny brought up those difficult shots that he takes, you saw him hit one of those at the end of the third quarter. To end that third quarter, Matt, he took an incredibly difficult shot on (laughs) Wobbley. Oh, my goodness, man. Went flying out of bounds (laughs) when he took that shot, man. Went flying out. I thought he had a cape on. He went flying out of bounds when that happened. Cash money right into the bucket, man. He's amazing. Like, he is really, truly amazing to watch. And when he's on, it's really hard to beat this team. And you saw the rhythm of it come back. That's the thing that I thought had been missing, and you kind of just touched on, uh, on these past two games, was the Mm -hmm. rhythm of his game. You know what I'm saying? Everything, like you said, seemed kind of forced. Then he was just kind of rushing and trying to make up for things. When that second quarter came, it it felt like a rhythm was coming with him. Like, he was fit. Oh, okay, I like this. Okay, this is a good one right here. This is a good one right here. Oh, you got a big guy on me? Like you said, I know what to do. You got a little guy on me? Okay, I know what to do. And the Bulls team around him knew exactly what to do when they saw those switches. And I promise you that part of that was because of Caruso. <laughs> Letting let them know what the hell was going on, man. I'm just giving him that credit because I didn't see them doing that when he wasn't there. But it seems like for some reason when he was there, they knew exactly what to be, man. And DeMar DeRozan, he's a Martian. He's special, man. That's
0: he is. Uh, and the Bulls? Needed him tonight. They need him to play like that until Zach gets back, until Alonzo gets back, until this team gets all the way healthy. But in the meantime, you need to find ways to win games. Um, And and the Bulls were able to do that tonight. Speaking of Uch, let's just go ahead and get that part of the conversation out of the way. Um, He was a menace in the post tonight, Big Dave. Anytime He 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 got fed the ball, he went to work down low, And he was making all of his, some of the like the the bunnies that he was just yip missing throughout this season. When we've been frustrated with him on the offensive end, he had his post game cooking tonight. Anything outside of the paint, no go. Wasn't falling. Wasn't falling. Wasn't falling. Um, And I think not only do you got to give him credit for having the confidence to take that corner three when Demar kicked it to him. I mean, you can't pass up that three. You are wide open. There's nobody on you. Shot clock's winded down. You got to take that. doesn't matter if you're over four. But there was another moment late in that fourth quarter when Vooch got a kick out to the top of the key where he had been missing all night. And he was wide open and could have taken a shot, but instead he did a little quick fake and then drove down to the paint. And then I think there was a pass or maybe two passes and the Bulls got a bucket out of it. So smart recognition for Vooch. Top of the key three not falling. All right, let's go back inside where it has been working. So, like all season has been up and down for Vooch. Tonight was up and down for Vooch. What were your thoughts on his game tonight, Dave?
1: Um, oh, man, honestly, I was I was pleased. <laughs> I was I was it's hard happy. Hard to be with angry at twenty four and twelve. I mean, how can I be mad at this? Like, honestly, what do you want me to be mad at? I, I just he honestly sucks. I want to be mad. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he was missing everything. He was trying, and then you look down. Oh, he was 11 or 21 and shot 52 from the field. Okay, like with uh, my definition of trash and other people's definition of trash is totally different. You know, I promise you, what I like and what I've always liked about Vooch Matt is the myriad of ways he scores. So when that jump shot isn't working, and and I'm not used to seeing him miss those easy shots, so uh, them bunnies, like you say, Mm -hmm. I'm not used to seeing him miss those, man. But he was missing them. But usually, when a guy one their main thing isn't working. They usually don't really have a second thing. I'm talking about big men. They usually don't have a second thing to go to. Vooch is like, oh, yeah, I'm still seven feet tall and huge. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can still go down here and bang with these dudes. Let me do that. Hey, throw the ball down here. And let me go get these buckets. When he had 16 points at that point in time in that fourth, 14 of those 16 were in the paint. 14. And the, and the other and the other ones that he had were just really around the paint. They, you know what I'm saying? They're around the painted area. You know what I'm saying? They weren't just like long jump shots or nothing. So he understood what it was that he was scoring. He was getting putbacks. He was doing using his footwork, getting those spin moves inside. Like you said, Matt, that was the second pump fake he did. He did a pump fake in that first quarter when he pumped it from the three point line, went in and dunked that joint. Whew, so no, that yeah, so he cool. had a game. Here's the other thing I like. Is like you talked about that fourth quarter when he hit that three from the baseline. Honestly, I saw that weight get lifted off him. And that four when they hit that three, you saw it flu. Come off. Because what happened? The demons. <laughs> this house is clean. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Loser.
0: Loser. We do. <laughs> All right, we're done analyzing the Bulls. Okay. We're just going to quote Ace Ventura for the last ten minutes. Everybody cool
1: with that? <laughs> you, you know we're going to quote some Jim Carrey. This, this is going to happen. All right, it's going to happen. Happy belated birthday, also Big Six O Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Oh. Shout out. Yeah, man. Awesome, man. Uh, but Vooch, man, after he hits this baseline three, what's the next thing that happens? What's the very next thing that happens? He goes down and he swats the shot when it comes inside through that joint, through that block. His off, his defense is always predicated on his offense, y'all. So once that weight got lifted, oh, man, my feet feel good now. Oh, snap. You know, I could block this. He scored eight of the next nine points for the Chicago Bulls. He scored that last eight of nine was Vooch. And the other one was an I.O. free throw mm-hmm. on that clear path. That was the only other point. And did you see that three that he was missing 0 for 4? Mm-hmm. Or when he took that joint in the fourth quarter, Matt, after hitting that three? pure it was pure it didn't touch nothing but the nylon when it went in man because it feels good when you could get that weight off of him he knows that he was scoring inside he gets that but foots likes the three and it's important part of his game when you've been shooting 40 percent or close to it for your career you want you don't want to lose that so for him to get that back and at a key pivotal moment matt that was a huge three that was the game Mm He that was, hit that three. That, that was, was it. That was, the that, game. Was that was the nil. That was the nail right there in the coffin. And then he threw a couple more in just to make sure you weren't coming out of there. So, yeah, I I, I enjoyed the game tonight. And that's what your star is supposed to do find ways to score.
0: Uh, people in the YouTube comments, Colin saying, Vooch needs to be Sherman Williams, all about that paint. And uh, oh, clever. <laughs> uh, clever. Turn the page saying, the road to that 50% shooting from the field goes through the paint. Vooch, start inside, maybe work your way outside. Uh, but it's good to see Vooch have a game like that after 2 of 13 on Monday. And again, I know some Bulls fans out there are not willing to be patient with this Jekyll and Hyde Vooch that we have. We got the good version tonight. Hopefully, yeah. you know, he can build on that. And, and I'm not saying that I'm convinced that he will, but Big Dave, you said it time and again, this team is going to need him. They are going to need him if they want to be real Contenders making a playoff run this season, and they certainly need him while Zach is out.
1: Um. All
0: right, so that's it for the Vooch part of the show. Big Dave, who do you want to talk about first? We're gonna we're talk we're gonna touch on both of them. Io, Kobe, Kobe, Io, 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 Kobe, Kobe, Io. The interim starting backcourt of the Eastern Conference, ladies and gentlemen.
1: (laughs) Fire and ice, fire and ice, man. That's what it is. I love it. Let's start with the fire. Let's start with Kobe, man. We'll start with Ooh, the How fire. about
0: that first quarter Kobe from
1: Kobe? White. Yeah, man. What a special thing that was when Kobe White is looking good and on point. Matt, he just looks so different. He looks so confident out there now. Um the way he shoots, it doesn't it's 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 an NBA look. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just an NBA look now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not I'm not shocked anymore. You know, when it goes in, like, it's like, it's like how Lonzo shoots now. You know what I'm saying? Like when I see Lonzo shoot how he changed his shot, Kobe didn't shoot like this. His form is a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? And maybe more, more, a lot of that is just the confidence that he shoots with, but they don't win this game without him, man, because he started it off for the Chicago Bulls, Matt. And I mean, from the outside to the inside, you saw it, the patience of Kobe White that he plays with now. And he's so under control right now when he's going to the bucket. The way he takes, he did a play, Matt, where he got the ball. Well, I'm used to seeing him trip on, fall on his face or just throw it up and get it blocked or do something crazy with it. I watched him go slowly but fast, right? He was going slow because I'm watching him think. He stopped. He took two power dribbles. Boom, boom, jump step inside, lay in with the left. It was beautiful. I was like, "That's yes, Kobe White. Yes, more of this. This is what I'd like to see. This is what I talked about, Bulls fans. This is why I kept trying to tell y'all he's not trash when everybody was trying to tell me he was trash three games into him starting and getting in here. He's a done deal. No, he is not trash. The dude can play basketball. And now it's magnified because he is of vital importance right now. When you got Zach out, When you got uh, Zoe out, you go ahead and you put your fire in. And he's playing under control, man. And he's playing under control for a couple reasons. One of them is definitely Mo Cheeks and Billy Donovan. But the other is that ice that's Mm. right next to him. And
0: we'll get to that ice in a minute. But just a couple of thoughts from me on Kobe. Not only is he shooting confidently, but... I am continuing to be impressed by you've been impressed by his defense. And that's what you've been really focusing on this season. And I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. What I have been focusing on with Kobe since he came back from injury and then COVID finishing at the rim. I think he had one that rimmed out a little unlucky tonight, but overall tonight he started attacking the basket in this recent stretch of strong games. He's attacking the basket, but not just attacking the basket. Because he would attack the basket as a rookie. And he would attack the basket last year. Finishing. I don't know what it is specifically that he's been working on with Mo Cheeks and what he's been telling him. Casey Johnson had a sideline report about it, that he's even been watching game tape about English and how to finish, where to hit it on the backboard, where to aim it on the rim, depending on where you are around the rim when you're going up. You know, shielding, using your body to shield. If you got a big contesting the shot, all of that stuff. Kobe's finishing at the rim. Is so much better, and it's a lot of fun to watch. And in case you're curious, the numbers back that up. We've also talked about that little floater that Kobe's got going. So yeah, here are yeah. his shooting percentages by season from three to ten feet. Okay. Rookie season, 32%. Second season, 34 and a half percent. This season, three to ten feet, 41%. Huge jumps now. You ready for this? Zero to three feet, a.k.a. at the rim. Kobe White, rookie year, 52.9%. Not terrible, but you're at the rim. Second season, 55.8. Nice little jump there. This season, 66.7%, zero to three feet. The numbers back up the eye test. Kobe White is a weapon at the rim now. Give the young man some credit.
1: Give him his due, y'all. Like, for real, give that young man his credit. And again, you're going to need him. (laughs) He is going to be hugely important, especially now with the injuries. But I'm telling you, it's hard to run a zone against a guy who can shoot like that. It's very difficult. They tried that zone. Because I remember, Matt, when they were trying that zone earlier in the season, it was working. Because they didn't have any shooters out there that could shoot you out of it. No, no, no. Didn't work this time because now you got Kofi out there, man. We'll shoot you right up out that zone, man. And we'll go to that bucket and finish at the rim. Oh, it's great to watch. Honestly, it's, it's really great to see. I'm very happy
0: for him. Will Keyes on YouTube simply saying sub-zero is the fact. Hard to argue that right now. Uh, Jock on YouTube saying, I hope when Zach comes back, Io still gets good minutes because he's definitely proved himself as a dependable rotational piece. Big Dave, I don't know if you saw this. I think it was this morning. Mike Schmitz, who is the ESPN draft guru, right for the NBA, he has been doing this uh, regular top ten rookie, uh, you know, class rankings this season. Sure. You know who just cracked his top ten this week? Because it's Io. You know, you got Mobley in there. You got you know, all, you know, Scotty Barnes in there. All these rooks that are really impressing this season. But Kobe, I, I'm, I'm sorry, but Io Dismu is catching people's eye. And he's doing it on both ends of the floor. We've talked about all these big name players who are his defensive assignments in this recent stretch of games that the Bulls have had. And all the while, Billy Donovan's like, okay, well, you know, we don't have Zach. We don't got Lonzo. DeMar's going to handle some, you know, ball handling duties, of course, because he could do that for us. But Io, Kobe, right now, we need you guys to initiate some offense. Io had eight assists tonight, one turnover. The other night he had Ooh. ten assists, one turnover. Wait, oh. I I am running <laughs> running out of ways to express how impressed I am with this young guy.
1: He is so freaking impressive, man! Like I, you're right, like you just get become speechless when you watch him because it doesn't make it doesn't make basketball logical sense in the sense of what we've always been taught of rookies supposed to look like, especially a second round rookie, especially one that's coming in off the bench. You know, especially one who wasn't even playing the point guard position. He wasn't. You know, they they had him running at the but certainly not. No, no, no. I'm talking about right. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. I'm talking about here in the league. They they have him coming off. He was playing the he playing the off guard and he was playing the mm-hmm. three. He wasn't playing the point guard position at all. They you know, they had Caruso there. They had Lonzo there. He wasn't running the point guard position. Now you just bring him in in the starting lineup and you're like, okay, yeah. On top of that, I'm gonna need you to run everything. Okay. And oh, um, I'm going to need you to guard the best player out there, too. Can you, you you know, you got that? And he's like, okay. (laughs) He's like, I got it. He went out there against Garland. Garland was one for six from the three point line. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he was in his jersey early on, man. Like it just had to be annoying. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Playing against a dude like this. And Garland finished, I believe, with 20 points, five rebounds, and uh, 12 assists, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. I.O. goes in, what, and finishes with 18 and 8. And I don't remember how many rebounds he had, but he finished with about 18 and 8. And so, for real, that's kind of matching that output that that point guard is putting out there. And also – So, too too shy of Darius, but yeah. Three boards. But also, Matt, it's also the key buckets he was Mm. hitting. That that corner three three
0: when the Bulls needed a bucket. The Cavs had cut the lead down to one or two.
1: Whew, Huge three. Needed. He, he hit. He hit so many of those. What. What. My boy. Uh. Chris. A uh, ball on Bulls you calls know? Those timeout threes. Mm-hmm. He calls them those timeout threes. Io hits those timeout threes all the time. When you got. It's just. You're like. You see him from the corner. You're like. Oh yeah. There you go. Right. It, it reminds you of like B J Armstrong. When how 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 water B J was from that baseline mm-hmm. when he was shooting over there. That's what it reminds me of watching him play. But it's also the way he's playing that point guard position. Man. Some of them passes. <laughs> just man. dishes that he was having out there. Even the one that they called the clear path foul on, <laughs> and the way he tossed it over to Kobe right. White like that, man, I loved it, man. It was, he's just been amazing. I'm so glad he's here.
0: I mean, that you're right. Those those timeout threes that he hits, he's shown the confidence to take and make those shots all season yeah. long. Uh sh- Shout out yeah. to Bleacher Nation Bulls. I always get a kick out of uh, that that Twitter account. Follow them if you aren't. <laughs> they said. I'm I would assume was actually 32 years old, and no one can convince me otherwise. Because he plays with that kind of poise. He really does. Yeah. And you you mentioned the, the you know the big dagger three that he hit when the Bulls really needed to stop the bleeding. The other favorite play of mine from Io tonight was also a late fourth quarter play, and it was one of those final stretch of points that you mentioned, Vooch having Io on a swing pass in that very same corner where he had hit a big three earlier in the fourth, saw he had an open look. But saw that a Cavs guy was coming to close out on him. He pumped, faked that shot where he had just drilled one, got that Cavs defender to leap past him, put the ball on the mm-hmm. floor baseline, drove baseline, collapsed the defense, and just shoveled off this little behind-the-back pass to Vooch for an easy lay-in. I mean, yeah. the not only the capability to make that play as, as you know, athletically speaking, but the mm-hmm the presence of mind, the intelligence, the basketball IQ for him to know. Mm-hmm. He's closing out on me fast because I just drilled one from this exact same spot on the floor not two minutes ago. So I'm going to use that right. to my advantage. I'm going to pump. I'm going to drive. I'm going to get us an easy two with the basket. Just smart, smart basketball. That's the
1: word I always come back to with Io. Smart. Yes, that's the word. And the two things I, I like that I really like out there, Matt, one is the relationship he's he's establishing uh, with Vooch. That's one of the things I'm really enjoying. And you got to remember, he's used to playing with a big, a dominant big in Kofi Cockburn in Illinois. He's used to playing with a dominant big. So he knows when he drives to the bucket exactly where that big is supposed to be. And Vooch is that dope that he's going to be in those spots and get those easy buckets, man. So he knows how to get him the ball and find him because he's always looking for him, man. And his speed, man, you forget. How fast he is! Because once he make up his mind, he's going to the bucket. You, you're not going to stop him. Because not only does he have that speed, he's got the size also to go along with that. And oh my god, he's a great finisher around. The second thing I like, Matt, I'm telling you, man, that relationship with him and Kobe White is coming along quite nicely. Right? Okay, doesn't it make it's you think twice about trading
0: Kobe and some of
1: these trade machines before that deadline? Little bit, little bit, Bulls fans, little bit. And, and you see why they're, that they're kind of high on Kobe. Like you see it because this is the work they put in on him, you know what I'm saying, to get him to this point right here. I'm telling you, it's going to be a game this season where Kobe just goes insane. <laughs> he just drops like 30-something. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. He's going to go crazy. But him and Io, that's the thing I wanted to see was both of those guys establishing their relationship and finding out, you know, where they, they like to be on the floor. Because Io is going to be the one to find uh, Kobe more so than Kobe is going to be to find right. Io. But that's the great thing about Io is Io can also play off the ball because <laughs> Io knows how to cut and make it easy for you to get that ball there. And Kobe White can find you if you cutting; he'll get you the basketball. Io will find you just because he's a great point mm-hmm. guard. You know what I'm saying? He's a really good point guard, so he'll find you that way. But they're figuring each other out and they're understanding what each other likes to do, Matt. And it's that fire and ice, Matt. That's really what it is. It's that fire and ice, man, and it's and it's really looking good. Uh, before we get out of here real quick, hey, Lowry.
0: <laughs> R- really? Really, pal? How many times on this very podcast did I try to have your back? It's not your fault. It's not at least all the way your fault. It's definitely at least some, some part you know whose fault. Defended yes. him, defended him, defended him. And ran, out, and ran out of reasons and ways to defend him. And, you know, sometimes yeah. you just need – a player needs a fresh start. You've been saying that about Gafford yeah. over there in Washington. We hope nothing but the best for him and for Lowry. But do you really have to have a season-high 28 and knock down five threes and get points inside like you never did for us
1: when you're playing us? Come on, Lowry. I thought yeah. we were friends. <laughs> I wasn't surprised. Man, I said it on the show that I thought he was going to have that big game. This was like his first one back at the UC. You thought it was going to happen, and it did. And now he probably won't have that game ever again <laughs> all season. <laughs> probably, at least that's from the Lowry I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lowry I know, it doesn't exist anymore, but maybe it'll continue on, man. But he played, he did everything, like you said, that we have been crying for him to do. When he took that dude, I watched him walk dudes down to the post. I was like, I got up, and I for real, I got up out my seat. All <laughs> right. I was like, <laughs> i was like really we doing this now i can't watch this really oh my god man i was like he walked it, like i just remember him just camping out three points all he did came out three point line and chill not this time man he's he's figuring some stuff out so good for him good for him doing that i'm glad he played well and i'm glad that they lost well said
0: <laughs> all right that's gonna do it for now Uh, We'll be back to preview Bulls-Bucks for our Friday episode. Bulls-Bucks, the first meeting between these two teams in Milwaukee Friday night. That's the start of a three-game trip for the Bulls. Sad news there. Zach and Lonzo, they're staying behind. They're staying home, not on the road trip. So they will be without Zach and Lonzo for at least three more games. But the Bucks, the Nets, the Heat all won tonight as well as the Bulls. So big win for the Bulls to keep pace atop that very tight Eastern Conference standings right now. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter as always. I'm at Bulls underscore peck. He's at foul BAWL Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. The text and voicemail line 331 979 Email locked on Bulls at gmail.com. That's where you can send your screenshots to enter for your chance to win that autographed Lonzo ball 16 by 20 photo. That's right. Giveaway time, baby. Yeah. Until tomorrow. Yeah, baby. Dave, big Dave, Matt, see you right Good.